Hello, boys and girls, to Shotcast episode 204. Four, yes, four. yes, yes. I'm going to go with episode 204. And we are jam-packed with uh, Dual Shockers, or we've been trying to decide nicknames for either the staff or the people who come to our website. It's always been either Thunderbolts or Scumbags. Uh, <laughs> but joining me, Deputy Editor, one of the founders of DualShockers.com, Mr. Joel Tavares. How are you? Good, sir. Mr. Thunderbolt. Mr. Thunderbolt. All right. <laughs> yes, we're totally doing that. Joining me next, the our video guy, our editor of videos, our Smash Brothers correspondent, <laughs> and and it's Ryan, Ryan Metzger, guys. Hey, you had something nice about me to say for once. I'm going <laughs> to time you. you. You've suffered. <laughs> you've suffered a loss. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be nice to you this week. I know. And, and and new blood, fresh face. Not quite looking at the camera, but it's okay. He'll learn. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> weekend writer, Steven Santana. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Oh, yeah, totally. We, we're always in need of a new person to make fun of, and I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Yaris will be popping in at some point. But uh, uh, Ryan, why don't you tell us what video games have, have, have come out, came out, and will come, will came out. Video games, Ryan, now. Uh, so the first title for uh, next week's releases are Silent Hills. Uh, wait, no. Uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, so anyway, uh, so for the real releases coming uh, April 26th to May 3rd, we have Kerbal Space Program for Linux, Ma uh, PC, Mac, and Linux, which is now uh, so that's coming out of beta release, and now it's in its full release. Uh, it's an awesome game. Go check it out. Uh, Disney Infinity Marvel Super Heroes for Android, Hitman Go for PC and Windows Phone uh, for the eight people that have Windows phones. Uh, Shadowrun Chronicles Boston Lockdown for PC, State of Decay Year One Survival Edition for Xbox One and PC, Omega Quintet for PS4, Broken Age for PS4 and Vita, uh, Project Root for PS Vita, PS4 and Xbox One, Sketch Cross for PS Vita, WWE 2K15 for PC, Tropico 5 for PS4, Risk for PS3, Paranormal Pursuit The Gifted One for PS3, some game called just Brawl for PS4, I don't know what that is, but... Uh, Paper Mario for Wii U, Amiibo Tap, Nintendo's Greatest Bits for Wii U, uh, and then uh, just because next week, the week after that, there's not a lot of games, uh, we'll do uh, Wolf for May 3rd to the May 10th, there's Wolfenstein The Old Blood for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, uh, High Strangeness for PC, Mac, and Linux, and Project Cars for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's finally coming out, guys. It's coming out. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I, I wasn't really listening, so... Paper Mario, that was one of them, right? That was one of them, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, Joel? Um, maybe, I guess, checking out Project Cars. I, I saw that, that trailer. It looked really nice. It's, um, a, it's a nice-looking car game. It's a nice-looking car game. We, we've kind of seen it already. And, and Steven, it's very important. Uh, the, the part of the game that we're playing here is you have to choose a game from Ryan's list for no reason whatsoever outside of just picking a game <laughs> and then explaining to us why you chose that game. And then we judge you silently on your choice, <laughs> or, or out loud. But I mean, it just kind of depends on our mood. So do, so do I get first choice, first draft? Pick whatever you want, man. If someone picked it already, by all means, you can pick it again. If you have a better reason, we will give you that game instead. Uh, I would say Wolfenstein: uh, The Old Blood. Okay. Okay. Were you a fan of the original um, Wolfenstein of uh, Yes? New, okay, uh, so World played... Order, New Order. Yeah, the New Order. Uh, I was a big fan of the New Order. Went into it not expecting much out of it, but I went into it and played through the entire thing, and it's actually very lengthy. It's a very long single-player game, which I like. I like my single-player shooters long, unlike Call of Duty's 
six-hour campaigns that you can beat in a day. Um, and it was really good, actually. The The story was actually kind of touching a bit. Like, you kind of connect with BJ. He kind of has, like, these weird whispers that will go on in his head when you're going through, like, the slower moments where you're climbing through the sewers or kind of exploring the world. And, like, he kind of has, like, these subtle, like, post-stress or not... Uh, whatever they call the the post-traumatic stress disorder. Where, mm-hmm. like, that kind one, of, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, like dealing with the whole experience of going through World War II and then kind of being in a coma for, like, 40 years. And I really liked it. So the Old yeah. Blood is basically going back to the World War II, which I like because nobody does World War II games anymore, at least not <laughs> on like, the big AAA level, which I miss. And so it's going back to that. It's the same great gameplay that the New Order had, and it's just kind of like this little expansion, but it's also a standalone because you don't need the New Order for it. And it's only $20, so I'm, like, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, worth the risk. I mean, I think tonally that game was something else just because I played it maybe two or three times at preview events, and all I got mm. to play was the World War II section in the beginning, oh. and I'm just like, oh my god, it's more Wolfenstein, I'm wishing robot Nazis, what the fuck? And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then when I actually got the game, and we were, and you know, and you got past the asylum, and you're doing the after the coma thing, and it's like, you know, the levels are semi-open, and the, yeah, like you mentioned, the story's like kind of touching, and it, it takes like a weird tonal shift outside of like, oh, but you punch the robot dog in the face, too. Oh, man, we have to defeat the Nazis because they took over the world. It's it's really weird, and we skipped Ryan because, you know. <laughs> well, I was going was, was to go with the uh, Wolfenstein the Old Blood until Steven Uh-oh. stole it from me, so oh, no, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, no, actually, I have uh, for the opposite reason, because I never played uh, New Order, and uh, I keep hearing how good that is, so uh, I think I definitely want to try and jump into New Order and uh, Old Blood, like when I get a chance I can play those, so... Uh, but right now, Yaris keeps yelling at me because I have to play The Witcher, so I'm probably going to have yes. to get to that soon. That. So I was like... <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to start on the first one for that, though. Eh, I, I know, but I'm, like, I'm a completionist. Like, I have to play everything, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, but Whatever. Uh, yeah, and, and and quickly let's go let's go back to Mr. Steven here. Steven, let let's talk about is is DualShock is your first writing gig or uh, what what experience do you have covering video games? Just out of curiosity, because I've actually never met you. So oh well get, yeah. Let's, get to, um, let's call this segment "Get to Know Steven." Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so basically, it was at the end of 2012 is where I kind of was like, all right, I want to do something as far as like talking and writing and doing videos on video games, and so I started doing that on my own Tumblr blog. From there, I kind of started expanding, and then I started doing video stuff with my friends on YouTube and doing a podcast that we would do by ourselves. And then in late 2014 was when I first started to uh, do freelance work. And so I wrote, I worked for Load the Game as like a freelance writer during the holiday season, and then I worked at a very small place uh, called B10, which then transformed into Current Digital Magazine, and they're more feature-oriented than news stuff, but I mostly did news stuff for them. Uh, and then now DualShockers is basically my third one, and by far the most, uh, like, you know, big and prolific and stuff, so. Yes, that would be the two words to best describe DualShockers as big and prolific. And the third word is George. And George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're, you're digging it so far, because uh, usually I, I, no one wants to do this for that long. Like, we, we, get to, we get to, ask Joel, there's a point where people just get jaded and cynical, and yeah, they're just, we, really, we see it. We see a trailer for video games, and we're like, oh, oh great, more robots, awesome. But, no. Ancient aliens? Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> Kojima, what are you doing? Right, really? <laughs> like, oh, my, mo- like my mornings in my inbox are just... <laughs> delete, 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 delete. 
Maybe no, I don't know. Just delete this. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Uh, there are little things that I'll be like, oh, I'm a little bit cynical about it. Is uh, the most recent example would actually be that Star Wars Battlefront uh, trailer that came out. I was very cynical in my reaction to that, being like, no, this is not. This is not what it's going to look like. Like, why is everyone getting excited? This is clearly like uh, a cinematic that they used the game engine for. <laughs> well, so, I, I, um, <laughs> I know you guys beat that one into the into the ground last week with the whole Star Wars yeah. podcast. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. Our reaction was more excitement that, like, oh my god, this is a real project and this is proof that they're actually working on it, than us yeah. actually going, like, that's the real game. I knew it. And we're like, <laughs> we, we kind of said, like, oh, no, this is they're doing a Killzone 2 on us, which we don't uh, care just because we, we just know, like, okay, they're working on something and they're comfortable enough to show us. So when they announced the release, they were like, okay, this, 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 like, we, we, the nerd in us was like, we're hopeful, maybe. It's gonna I mean, be, real, it's gonna be really cute at E3 when, when Dice is on stage holding a PS4 controller, and then you follow the cable and it's connected to like a PC <laughs> that has, that has another, that's actually powered by another PC inside of it. <laughs> or you see the, you, you, it's actually you see, another PC. You see the mouse cursor in the corner of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this stuff I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Like, bro, oh. but this is this is this is what we're shooting for. This is our target. We're gonna hit this on on PS4. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, totally. But <laughs> okay. no, I'm not I'm not quite cynical yet. Uh, maybe I'll get there eventually. But no, I, I'm, I, I give it a, I give it a week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till someone just posts uh, women's finest wrestling on all your posts and uh. Oh okay. Yeah, that's it. Come to Dual Soccer for YouTube videos in the comments about women's wrestling's finest. Latest uh, wrestling news. Yes, and uh, but Stephen, we'll, but but welcome. We are we are glad to have you here as part of the Dual Shocker extended family, and and good luck. <laughs> uh, and, and and the next segment that I want to call hashtag WTF Konami or Kunami. Uh, Ryan was trying to correct me earlier because I, I keep calling him Konami. <laughs> I always call him Konami. I don't know why, but he's like, no, it's Konami. 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 Oh well, well, oh, well <laughs> Konami is fucking up. So uh, let's start with the the tragic news that happened over the weekend. That uh, first we found out that uh, Guillermo del Toro was no longer working with Konami on Silent Hills, and we're like, all right, whatever. He's just a person whose name was attached to a game. And then we found out that Silent Hills was just axed completely. Uh, I, I don't know who to give this to. Who's more upset? Um, oh, here, Ryan. Here, why don't you? <laughs> Explain what happened. I, I know you you have an in with the Konami executive, so just explain to me what happened here. Not 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 at all. But anyway, no. Actually, I, no, I was really looking forward to Silent Hills ever since they you know they had uh, PT last year, and you know they announced you know it's going to be uh, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus was going to be in it, and it's going to be awesome. But it's not going to happen. Um, so basically, what happened was uh, all of this seems like it's pretty much fallout from uh, the, the whole spat that uh, Kojima's kind of been having with uh, with Konami where they said uh, you know that he was leaving and you know it's still they're still kind of weird about that like whether he's actually leaving or not um, you know but clearly this is kind of like fallout from that because uh, after he had you know kind of after they kind of said he was going to leave they uh, took uh, the Ko- Kojima Productions logos and like all reference to him working on the project off um, you know then last weekend Guillermo del Toro said that uh, the project was basically not going to happen and then uh, Norman Reedus, the uh, actor from Walking Dead that's going to be in the game, also uh, sent out a tweet saying that, you know, sorry guys, it's, it's probably not going to happen, etc. 
Uh, and then Konami finally came out yesterday, and they just flat out said it's not going to happen. Uh, but that they are going to continue working on other games in the Silent Hill series, um, but just not this one. That this one's getting canceled. Yeah, like the, the phrasing that they used. Sorry, um, the phrasing that they used was it was in a embryonic stage when they decided to cancel it. Yeah, I mean, clearly, like, you know, clearly from what, because, like, we hadn't actually seen any of the game other than, like, like PT obviously was going to be very different from what the final mm-hmm. game was probably going to look like, um, you know, because I always thought that you don't hire Norman Reedus and then have him be first oh, person no. for the entire game, so obviously it was probably going to be a third person game. Uh, the only other thing they saw was uh, at TGS they had, like, a concept dem- uh, trailer, uh, which is a kind of a video just to show what the game would kind of look and, and be like, and it was terrifying, too. Um but, um, yeah, I mean, clearly the game was still early enough that they could kind of axe it and not take a big financial risk. Like, I feel like if the game had been in some form of development or, like, had some progress on it, they might consider, okay, we'll, we'll give it to someone else or we'll, ha- we'll bring in more developers to kind of finish it. But I think the game was, like, the game was probably barely even started development at all, so I'm sure they, they were just like, nope, we'll just, we'll just cut it and yeah, get like rid of it. Yeah, pre, so. pre, 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 pre-alpha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, if, if it was lucky, so, yeah. Right, yeah. And, uh, Even if they pre pre alpha, you can still put it on Steam for early access, though. True. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it cynicism. See, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it is, uh, I like the sky. It, it is a it is a big shame, just because like I think you know, especially with PT, like all the excitement that it drummed up for the game, and you know, to all of a sudden just have it kind of be you know all done was was really sad. Um, but at least like the thing is like I'm glad that at least they were direct about it and said that it's canceled rather than drag it out like Last Guardian where they're like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> Eventually, and they Whoa. just never like never work on it. So, well, we know that every year at E3 during Sony's press conference, they devote the forty-five seconds, and it's either Kazurai or uh, I don't love when Kazurai is like it's like or, or Shuhei will come out and be like, "We are working on Last Guardian." Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then people go nuts, and then we're like, "Okay, great. Last Guardian's being worked on, I guess." So it's it's dare you. It's by the same team that's working on the Final Fantasy VII remake too, right? Obviously, I mean, oh, you know. Yes. Oh, Ryan, with sick burns today. <laughs> and uh, and then we should also mention because you mentioned PT parentheses playable teaser is being yes. delisted from the uh, PlayStation Store because it was technically the dem- you know teaser demo for yeah. Silent Hill, so no yeah, sense um, to keep it on there. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that's part of that, too, you know, but the, their, their official state was that the distribution period ended, um, but I'm sure it probably has to do with, you know, the whole game being removed. So it actually will be removed tomorrow, uh, April 29th, so if you want to download it, you should go do it now before it's gone forever, so. Only, only if you're having problems going through the bathroom is the only reason you should download that demo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to poop yourself, it's good for that, so. It's the best advertisement for uh, Depends. Uh, yeah. And speaking of D-list, uh, fun, fun fact. That was a great segue, by the way. Good job, George. Uh, in, in a quick piece that Joel wrote, and I'm going to do here because I'm going to bring a special guest to explain what the hell D-listing means. But Joel, why don't you take this over and kind of tell them what the hell Konami just did as I futz and go find uh, our special guest. We'll I'm, I'm more excited for the special guest to give us the, the, the full real breakdown. All right, you, 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 know, Joel, you know, I will give this next couple minutes to yourself. You, you take, take the floor, talk about whatever you want. All right, consider yourself the elevator music of the podcast. <laughs> you know, sing, not, sing, Joel, yeah, sing. It's not, over, not overly intrusive, but important. All I, all I did was uh, just regurgitate what uh, Konami had put out on that PDF file that they uh, they put on the on their um, their Japanese press site. Um, just letting you're doing great. Know. 
just like just letting people know that uh, <laughs> that the uh, that they would be delisting the company from um, the New York Stock Exchange. Now, this does not uh, remove them from London or Tokyo exchanges. Apparently, after digging in further, I found that um, something like ninety-eight percent of all trading for Konami shares had actually happened outside of the U.S. to begin with. Um, so, I guess. Again, it could be just to not report these numbers over to uh, explain what the hell delisting over to, means. Over to securities exchange commissions and and investors in the U.S. That's pretty pretty much it. All right, we're done. Actually, George, you missed the whole thing. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I brought a special guest because uh, we started talking about finances, and I realized none of us here know what we're talking about. Nope. So I decided to enlist the help of my girlfriend, but also reporter for the Deal and Street Doc. What are your outlets again? I'm sorry. Is this the deal? Thedeal.com, <laughs> where you cover uh, bankruptcy, restructuring. Uh, so the question we have for you, since you're technically an expert within arm's reach, is uh, what the hell does it mean when a company delists itself from the New York Stock Exchange? Um, so typically when a company is delisted by a prestigious exchange, like the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ, it, it doesn't really... It's not ever a good thing. It's typically because the company missed some type of financial reporting um, deadline or there was some type of um, impropriety or something. Um, the fact that the Konami, right? I don't know. Konami? Yeah, do we agree on a pronunciation? Yeah. Konami. Yeah, that, Konami. that works. Okay, sure. Um, delicit itself could either mean that they're trying to get ahead of something or it could really mean nothing. Um, they're still going to be trading in London and Japan and they haven't really said anything in their SEC documents to like, indicate that there's going to be some type of bankruptcy filing or anything really negative like that. But um, it's definitely um, not a good sign. Uh, the, the way they're going to be trading now in the U.S. is over-the-counter, which is like the really shitty stocks that were traded at the beginning of Wolf of Wall Street. Penny so, stocks. Um, penny yeah, stocks, penny yeah. stocks. So um, it's definitely not a good thing, but... But it doesn't mean like the ship is sinking or anything like that. Right, right. I mean, it's certainly not a great sign, but it doesn't necessarily mean that things are just going to implode right away. Awesome. So, so now they, so from what I read, they're going to have one last report um, that they will uh, let investors know, kind of, you know, one last quarterly earnings report. I think it's the first week of May, but then after that they go dark, right? So they don't—they're not obligated to release information to to U.S. investors after, I guess, July 12th when it's all official, right? Correct, correct. I mean, they said in uh, some of their SEC filings that they're going to try to keep investors in the U.S. informed, but it's basically up to them how much information they want to put out at this point. Um, just because they're not going to be beholden to any of the SEC regulations. So we'll see if they actually give any information and if this actually is the bad sign that I think it is. <laughs> I'm an investor. I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> You're not going to tell me what's going on? Oh, that's kind of crazy. It definitely doesn't look good. <laughs> okay. All right. So hope that helps. And you guys, any questions for let her go to watching Bravo or whatever she's doing? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. From the street and the deal .com. Bye. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, that's, it's, again, I didn't want to paint a doom and gloom picture when I did the, you know, when I was talking about the news itself. I wanted to keep it as factual as possible, but, you know, whenever you read anything like that, it just never sounds too promising.
Yeah, and yeah. also, and the timing of it seemed just like it 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 just, it just hit them all bad things at once. So it's, it's like, yeah, it's been a rough leaving, and then PT going, and it's like who, for for as far as we know, they can been planning this for months, and yeah. it's just kind of like really bad timing for all parties involved. You know, well, I think the uh, well, I think that wasn't the um the delisting wasn't it from like April first? I think it was like earlier in the month, and now this was kind of like when they uh, announced there. I thought it was early, like earlier this month that they yeah, they kind of filed yeah, it. Yeah, it was, 13th, it was requested, yeah, it was requested earlier in the month. But then um, they took to, they waited until the twenty fourth to tell mm-hmm. I guess investors or just tell everybody in general, and then it goes official. They go dark on July twelfth. I don't know. I just after all like the I guess the drama going on with Kojima and and everything with the within the company. Um, I'm wondering, and again, it's, you know what's so crazy is like all these game companies, they all suffer from like mismanagement in terms of mm-hmm. finances and shipping games, and I just don't understand. Like, I think I have to become a video game producer so I could just be on people's <laughs> tracks. Like, let's ship this. This well, is the budget. I, well, let's I finish the game. Well, the thing is, I think when the when video games are not like your main source of revenue, I think that's when we start seeing companies get mismanaged. Because like you know, we think of Sony, but Sony has all these like arms to it, where it's like, oh, we've got TVs, we got real estate, we've got like you know yeah. shitty laptops. But uh, yeah, you think Konami and like Konami makes most of their money doing like health spas in Japan. So well, yeah, they also um, like their other their other big um, things they've been pushing into have been mobile games, and they also do a lot of games. Like, so they do uh, slot machines and things like that. Yes. They do. Um, they do have other sources of revenue, and then I, honestly, I think are probably being more beneficial to, for them than video games at the moment because you know they it's really like they have yeah, and they also they they have a lot of pretty like fairly valuable IP that they just have other than Metal Gear. I mean, obviously, Metal Gear is their biggest, um, you know, but they also they have Castlevania, they have Silent Hill, but a lot of them they just haven't really been doing a lot with like Silent Hill. Like other than Silent Hills, they've been you know the the more recent games have been kind of eh, like most of them pretty mediocre. And uh, Castle- Castlevania's also been a little up and down too, where they've had some some good and bad ones. Well, Lords yeah. of Shadow, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, Metal Gear is probably the only like consistent, you know, like moneymaker for them, or at least the biggest, you know, pr- uh, IP that they have. Right, and, and someone put put it in perspective in terms of like the revenue, and you mentioned the gambling machines. You know, think think about it, like, right, shipping your average AAA titles anywhere between like thirty and sixty million dollars, right? And then you gotta sell a million dollars. You gotta sell a million copies to make thirty, right? So let's say you you spent thirty to make this game. You gotta sell a million copies to break even. And then anything else, you know, you're hoping that that's revenue in the bank. Now with those gambling machines, they're wholesaling them to like Parks Casino and <laughs> brand at like at like twenty thousand dollars a pop. A machine. These are commercial machines that are built in mm. last years in a casino. You know, from a lot of abuse and drinks being spilled on them, and leasing them. So it's just guaranteed revenue every month. Literally guaranteed revenue. And then on top of that, there's companies that handle the maintenance for you. You don't even have to maintain them. Like that's you know that's absurd. You're literally just shipping a hardware product and making stupid margins on it. So yeah, I would say. Why not, you know, ship these twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollar machines, and just make stupid money off of them? And they're guaranteed bets. You know, it's not, it's nowhere near as risky as what video games are or what they have become. They're so expensive to make, and you have to sell a certain amount to to make your money back. The returns, the return on investment. If it's not there, you got to move on. So, Joel, let me ask you this, since you're our, our, our soothsayer and, you know, you, you make these wild predictions that, you know, I think you have a fairly good act, you, you have a good uh, batting average as far Yeah, my track record's not bad, right? Your track record's good. I mean, and I feel like your track record would be good if you had common sense, and I feel like Joel has plenty of common sense, so you, you're good. 
So do you think, because Ryan mentioned that they have all these like, very valuable IPs, and of course the Internet's reaction is the same reaction, and it's, why don't you just sell the IPs to Sony? I, 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 love, I love that, I love that. Why, why don't you just? Why, why don't you just? Yeah, why don't you just sell it? It's just, you sell you a piece of paper, here you go. Here, you make here. it sound like it's fucking Pokemon cards. Like, I hate that when I read that shit online. Here, like, Castlevania. Here, I got my cat here. Here's all our Castlevanias. Here, here here's a three-eyes dragon. Here. And, um, <laughs> oh, that's and, uh, right. They own Yu-Gi-Oh. I totally forgot about that. Oh, shit. I, that was just a fucking yeah. That's just a Same random tie-in. I don't even know how I, that I actually, I forgot. Yeah, they do, they so, do own Yu-Gi-Oh. That's so stupid. I, that was not my intent at all. <laughs> and we, we kind of have to treat these. We have to treat these IPs the way like movie studios treat their IPs, where it's just like, why can't just Marvel buy Fantastic Four and Spider-Man back? Because Marvel Sony, can't the, Marvel can't say the word "fucking mutant" in a in a movie. Yeah, because <laughs> you know why Sony uh, Fox. Okay, smart. Sony Fox yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even trying to drop f bombs right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fox <laughs> is a Fox is a X-Men, right? Yeah, Fox uh, is yeah. X-Men, and yeah, so, uh, so they, they like, just they just got Spider-Man back from Sony, so. So yeah, it's like no, they're not gonna sell the IPs because the IPs are oh, just sitting around not doing anything is worth money to them, and they're not gonna get rid of them. So Joel, my question for you: Do you think that Konami's next step now, because now you know, let's talk about video game development. Do you think they'll take the Capcom approach and kind of look at what IPs they have and see who can we farm this franchise to to take over? And you know, will, will they do like a Ninja Theory thing where they would Devil May Cry and said, "All right, here's a studio." I actually yeah. thought that was really cool. I, I don't I don't see Konami doing that. Um, they are Konami's like one of the last big Japanese. I mean, besides it's Square, Capcom, and them, right? And, and they're like one of the last big Japanese companies in Japan right now. The mobile market and don't tell this to Giuseppe; he's not going to be happy about this. But the mobile market is dominating over there right now. It's sick. Like that's why. Um, Square Enix's long-term plan is that streaming engine that they're working on. They're really going to push hard mobile, like down the down the road. But um, well, that's why Nintendo's I, going mobile too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. finally. They're not. And they already started things. with uh, the Puzzles and Dragons crossover with Mario. And right. and that felt like and that felt like more shareholder pressure on Nintendo because they've been bothering Nintendo for years and goes why don't you just put your games on an i you know on on the mobile store and to them it's like yeah you're shooting yourself in your own foot cuz then you're competing with your own handheld but then it's like you know what you have these classic games that don't appear anywhere like why you know you don't have to shoot yourself in the foot where you can have all your new fancy stuff come on your handheld while you have hey people will pay a dollar for Super Mario because the, the yeah. shareholders are commuting the shareholders are you yeah, know exactly. you know are are noticing that that this is where that, at least in Japan, it's really a big cultural shift. Mobile is very heavy right now. So, if anything, I don't see Konami spitting off console development to other studios the way uh, that happened with, uh, with the Capcom. Yeah, I don't see that. Um, maybe they'll spin off to other mobile studios and put out their IPs on mobile products. That makes that, sense. That I'm more in line with. I think that that's more something that they'd be interested in exploring, only because. Again, I just I know that in Japan it's getting so mobile heavy. It's it's kind of crazy right now. So you so you think that uh, once Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, the Phantom Pain releases, that's maybe Konami's last big uh, AAA game, and they're just going to stick to their uh, Pro Evolution Soccer because uh, that quietly makes them a lot of that quietly sells really well too for them. Yeah, and, that's, and that that's and that's just an annualized game where they have the template for. So it's that yeah. you know it's a sports game. So it's just like you know just. 
just release and update the rosters. That's the most cynical way of saying it, but like, yeah, sure. Like right. that 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 makes them guarantee money because that doesn't cost them too much. Like, right. Really, you're just paying for the licenses to use teams. So it becomes a matter of like, do we want more leagues in here? Not okay. People still buy it. Not not a, not a big issue. Right. But yeah, I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. Like, you know, I I would love to see like, you know, they said they are working on si you know more Silent Hill projects. Does that mean? They're going to be mobile. I mean, there is a market for you know adventure games in the Apple Store. That there's a whole ton of them, like games like The Room, stuff like that. Like, I could see that happening. I uh, can see, see them following a template like uh, what the people at Telltale do on cell phones with Silent Hill, big time. You know, yeah, and these more slowly driven Silent Hill experience. I don't know, but yeah, Silent Hill has always been about atmosphere. Like, not necessarily yeah. the, the you know, the, it's not a game that's ever played well, and it's a game with like a really clunky menu. But what really gets people is the atmosphere and being scared. Absolutely. And Absolutely. If, you, if you can nail that, it doesn't even matter what platform you release it on. Absolutely. So that's that's the whole thing. So I I just I, I really see them making that push on mobile games. I know people don't want to hear that. I don't like talking about it, but you know. Yeah. It is what it is, and I think that that's what that's the the culture that they're that that company's from, and that's just what's going to work for them. And they um, always have, and they always have Metal Gear in their back pocket. Always, whenever so, they yeah, want. They a couple, so uh, to me, that just means we're going to get a couple more remasters of Metal Gear. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's easy, and that's something you can farm out to any team and get it done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, also because you know, especially like if Kojima is leaving they can probably have a little bit more of an accelerated development cycle and get them out a little faster cuz you know obviously Koji you know cuz obviously the other metal gear games were more under Kojima's wing and you know he's he's the kind of guy that like you have to give him time to do what he needs to do and, so and, you know. and he's not even just leaving he's leaving Fox Engine yeah fine uh, i mean you can i'm sure you can find another wackadee japanese person who loves food to make a metal gear game like i think that's the secret sauce of crazy you need to make a metal gear game i'm sure but Japan the people but the people want to play the metal gear without kojima cuz i if kojima leaves i'm not, is, i'm probably not going to play metal gear anymore is, that's that's the thing yeah the thing is, what what is what is kojima really bringing to the table he's he he's to me he seems more like a manager and getting everything together yeah he writes and directs yeah. but i mean he's writing a it's fantasy hard. military Anime that's with crazy nonsense inside. Like, so I think more, more so, more so than an yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like he's really like that series in particular is like his baby, and you know, it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, but there's, but there's an established, but there's an but like Metal Gear has its own established lore, so it's like you can literally just put yeah. this on the lap of someone else, and it's like, well, you know, the tone of Metal Gear, it's kind of nuts. Can you can you do crazy and be like, yeah, I could do crazy, and it's some guy with long hair and sunglasses. <laughs> And he came to work on like on a scooter. Like, yeah, he can do it. Like, I, 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 I think we're, I think we're putting Kojima on like such a high pedestal. Like, yeah, I think he's he's an industry titan and he's super creative. But I don't think. No, I, like, I'm not saying it can't yeah. be done. Like, I'm sure it no, can yeah. be. But I feel like just you know, especially with the fan base around that series, that like he is like the the figurehead of that you know that series and that you know like. I, th I think you know, Suda Fifty One has enough bag of crazy yeah. in him. Uh, oh man, a Suda Fifty One Metal Gear Solid. That <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. It will be nice though, because Kojima is very creative. So it will be good to see him kind of like unchained from Metal Gear, because he's kind of been almost forced to do Metal Gear for so long for Konami. Now that he's was, just gonna do whatever yeah, he wants. That was so. that was the biggest reason I was looking forward to Silent Hills, is because I was looking forward to seeing him do something different. Mm -hmm. And you know, especially like especially him and and uh, Guillermo del Toro was a really yeah. like I feel like it was a really cool combo. Like you know, especially because Guillermo del Toro, this is now the second time that he's had 
you know, a, a game canceled on him, and it is, is Guillermo like, yeah. the kiss of death as far as game development is concerned. Like, I don't think it's happened twice. twice. <laughs> no, I mean, like he's like he's such a good fit for like, especially a horror game. Like, he's he would do, probably do a fantastic right. game, but it's just you know, I feel like it's just bad luck like around him. Like where you know, like his previous game was uh, insane. Was uh, I think being done under THQ, and that's when that they was... folded. Was around that time, so yeah. And then this three, one, three and then times. they mysteriously get delisted. Yeah, he was he yeah. worked on something else. What was the third game he worked on? Or supposed to work on? Uh, no, I'm. Uh, he hasn't worked on a third one yet. But three times is when it will establish a, a trend. <laughs> yeah, or like it'll be an expectation now. He'll, I but think I, he'll just he'll just be like, "Fuck it, we'll do." Uh, I'm sorry, screw it. We'll do a we'll do we'll do a Pacific Rim game, and then we'll do a Pacific Rim we'll do a Pacific Rim game, and then it'll get canceled on him, and you know, like yeah, you can't even get that off the ground. You're here first, I also guys. think that. I also Give think that Kojima could totally still do Silent Hills, like, separate from Konami. Like, not call it Silent Hills, but it's basically the same atmosphere as PT, and it's kind of like... Spiritual successor or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's... It's probably not... I feel like it's, like, you know, the the hype that, you know, PT generated for the game and just, you know, the the excitement around it, I feel like they really can't... It's going to be really difficult for that to even get that bad. Like uh, Inafune did with Mighty Number 9, which is coming out. He could do almost the same route that Inafune did. They could. Uh, I feel like I feel like Guillermo del Toro doesn't need to do that. Like I feel like oh, he has no, enough no. of a, he has enough of a reputation and kind of a you know like he can he can get it done. I just you know I think mm-hmm. it's just finding the right business negotiations where a studio won't close on him or delist yeah. or any of the other <laughs> craziness that's happened on him. So it's unfortunate, but maybe he at one point worked on the Lost Guardian. I hope. I don't know. Be <laughs> awesome. so. I would love that. Uh, all right, are we are we done with uh, Kojima, Metal Gear, and, and Konami? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not that yet. Uh, but yeah, good good luck, Konami. I hope you list yourself again. Uh, put it down. Put it down. Just get on the list, man. I want to trade your stocks. I have these stocks. Nothing to do with them now. That's not true. I don't have stock in Konami. Full disclosure. Uh, next, let's talk about another company screwing up. Valve. Hey, Valve. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys were awesome. So last week, I believe, they did an update to Steam and came paid mods where uh, people can create content and charge the community for them. So if I made a cool hat in Skyrim, I can charge you a dollar for that hat. Uh, Steve, Valve keeps uh, 75% and I get 20 But fine, it's volume, you know. If a million people bought it, I'd be good. Uh, as you can imagine, the community did not react the way... Actually, the, the community reacted the exact way you thought the community was going to react. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's just say they were upset, uh, upset enough to start petitions. Uh, I, I, I wrote a brief article about the two most popular mods was a person doing in-game protest signs, say free the mods in Skyrim, and the other person wrote a entirely new title screen for Skyrim with the big words exploitation, and he sang this song about Valve being greedy all on the Skyrim main menu where you pick new game continue. Oh, it wow. is. It is amazing. I wish I could set that up and play it for you guys, but yeah, it's Great it's intense. Yeah, it's intense, and they were not charging for it. Uh, but yeah, the Steam, you know, Steam Valve, uh, Gabe went on an AMA and said that uh, you can Ooh. pissing off the internet will co- could easily cost you millions in a weekend, which is probably yeah. true. Uh, so they took the feature off. Uh, if you paid for any uh, content, you got refunded. Uh, let me see if I can pull any quotes here, uh, unless you guys have anything there. But uh, I think Giuseppe wrote about it. He go. Uh, 
about the 180, blah, blah, blah. We're going to remove the payment feature from the Skyrim workshop. For anyone who spent money on the mod, we'll be refunding you a complete amount. We've talked to the team at Bethesda, and they agree we've done this because it's clear we didn't understand exactly what we were doing. We've been shipping many features over the years and aim, aimed at allowing community creators to receive a share of the rewards. And in the past, they've been received well. It's obvious that now this case is different. And yeah, I would, I would say so. So I remember I, I brought this question up to the community. At a, uh, I, I asked the Thunderbolts or, or the scumbags. I'm trying to figure out which one I like more. But uh, it was just a case of gamer entitlement where since this was free last week and now I have to pay for something... Is that the issue, or was the issue was just kind of like poorly mismanaged on a kind of business model end on Valve? Panel, go. Joel, tell me. I don't think, I'm not sure if it was poorly mismanaged on the business part of Valve. I'm just thinking they're, 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 the reason they reneged when they realized, well, wait a minute, we're not grabbing enough off the top here. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only, that's the only thing. I don't know. That's so. So, so are you saying they they weren't making enough to justify the the headache? Yeah. They just said, you know what? It's not even worth it, even though we are taking seventy five percent of what people are paying for. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, I think I think Gabe said they only made like ten thousand dollars so far yeah. out of out of it. So not you know. I mean, granted, that's still that's for one game. You mm. know, like in one week. So obviously, if they extended this to you know, however many titles yeah. to, like, all games on Steam, they'd obviously, they could probably make some pretty significant amounts of money on it, but, uh, you know, I think I'm glad, I think I'm glad that they only did it with with Skyrim first and not did it with, like, a whole bunch of titles, because can you imagine how much of a mess it would have been if it were, like, you know, like, so especially some of their more popular games, like TF2 and Counter-Strike and... Five, newly released, would if they were selling, if they were selling content, like if people were making stuff for that, mm. I'm wondering if what was the what was the like the pushback from the developers themselves? Um, the modders should, themselves, or the well, no, with Bethesda. No, I mean, no, it, no. it seems like Bethesda was kind of like on board with the paid mod support. Bethesda was, and um, I don't know if Bethesda four year old game. Yeah, that's true. Did Bethesda get a? I, I would assume Bethesda gets some sort of cut. Yeah, yeah, well, I think actually, I think, I think that out of the seventy-five percent uh, that Steam takes, I think that's kind of split between Steam and the, yes. uh, the developer as well. So it's kind of like out of that seventy-five percent, they divvy it up to whoever it needs to go to. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, it, uh, Gabe claimed that the developers, them or the like, Bethesda had set up the percentage of the take that they would get, mm -hmm. and so they decided that they would be sixty percent. Valve would get, or no, sixty-five percent. Valve would get fifteen percent, and then the modder itself would get the remaining twenty percent. And then from there, that's how the financials were split. That's that's not bad. I mean, like Joel said, it's a four-year-old game. They're not making any more content for it, so it's not like <laughs> no, they're yeah. stepping I on think, their toes or anything. I think Valve didn't like their percent. That's, uh, <laughs> you I'm think, sorry. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you think yeah. Bethesda got too much? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it, it was probably... it's for, for this to work, it probably has to be like 80% take for them. Which mm, they'll, split, they'll split that 40-40. This is a business, guys. Because well, Valve's... Guess, how much just, well, think about it. Valve's not doing anything in this transaction. Valve is just no. facilitating. Like Yes, they're the platform. So how much do they make off of Steam games? Does anybody know that? I, I, figure, I don't know how much they make off of a regular Steam game. I show. figure if they're as bad as Apple, because I know Apple takes, I believe, they take uh, 60 to 80-something cents off uh, the yeah. dollar... Off the App Store, depending on and depending on what you have worked out. So yeah, like oh, anyone wow. who's selling a game for a dollar, they're hoping the game tells ten million copies because they're only seeing like twenty to forty cents if they really got a good yeah. lawyer 
of each uh, of each app sale. So yeah. that's crazy. So yeah, that I would have thought only like a third of of like the. Hey, no. Wow. Well, because because well, where, where else could you go? <laughs> right. It yeah. started that way. It started where it was like, hey, we're only going to take five percent. Hey, we're only going to take ten percent. Hey, we're only going to take twenty percent. Hey, we got more popular. <laughs> yeah. right. And that's that's just how it is. Um, yeah. You know. I think so it was that, mostly community pushback is what made Valve uh, change their decision because Bethesda actually had a, a quicker turnaround than Valve did because Bethesda on because uh, it happened today, right? That they took off. The paid stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think it was today or yesterday. It was it was it was, late, it was yeah. late last night. Okay, because I remember yesterday I read a news story about Bethesda published a like press letter saying why they decided to do paid mods on Skyrim and stuff. And then this morning is when they put out another newsletter or an employee like came out saying, "Oh well, you know, Bethesda decided that because of the community, we're no longer going to do this." So it was like that was actually an even quicker turnaround than Valve going like, "Okay, we're introducing paid." Oh wait, no, no, we're no longer doing that. Okay, so so bigger question: Do you think Valve brings uh, paid mod support back? Not for a while. <laughs> I, I think they, they, they I think this, I think they will. I think this is just kind of them dipping their toes in the water a little bit to see how okay. it would go, you know. But I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna try and figure out a way to make it work, uh, even if the community doesn't like it. You know, obviously, clearly they don't, but it's probably gonna happen. So. Yeah, I, I I don't think the community loves. I don't think they even love. They like the concept of anything behind a paywall. Yeah, and you yeah. know, and, and I mentioned earlier, we've had four years of free content, and now all of a sudden, like, wait, why? Why should I pay a dollar for this piece of armor I bought three months ago? Well, I, I don't even think it's so much that, but I think it's just yeah. because like modding is such a central part of you know PC gaming just in general, mm -hmm. and just because it is, it's like kind of that that community that's kind of exclusive to PC you know PC gaming versus console gaming. Yeah. And I feel like now a lot of people kind of feel like, wait, now you're now gonna it's charging, just... now, now you're going to be charging me for this, you know, when this is something that's very community oriented and all that. Even though like modding itself is kind of murky because you know you're using content from another studio or another developer, you're not mm -hmm. making like most of the time you're not making original content, you're just kind of reworking or tweaking things, you know, for a, an already made game, you know. Or making it work better than the developer. Yeah, or so, it. yeah but I mean, you're, you're essentially, you're already using the code and assets from, mm. you know, from another game, so even that still kind of borders some some questionable lines, I think, with, like, copyright and, and all that sort of thing. So, Ryan, do, yeah. you, do you think it was more the idea of, like, you look at it now, it's like, wait, now this is just DLC, now this is just DLC, like, I might as well just get an Xbox or a PlayStation if I'm, if I'm gonna be Spending, if I'm going to be piecemealing content in here. Sort of, yeah. I, I think, like, the way I saw it was more of, like, you know, Valve kind of threatening, oh, you know, hey, you know, like, modding is this, you know, this big part of a PC gaming, but now it's another, I think a lot of people saw it as, like, kind of a intrusion on this this very, like, specific, you know, like, community of PC gaming, and now we're going to we're now we're gonna nickel and dime you see, for that. So. See, I, I always found it, because it wasn't Valve nickel and diming you, it was telling the creators, hey, you can charge people for the stuff you create, and that's the way I, and that's the way I saw it. Like, you know, if I spent 300 hours doing Retext, you know, retexturing a Riften or, or, or Skyhold or something, and I put two hundred some odd hours and like really focusing at a team of guys working on it. Yeah, if I want to charge five bucks for it, I should have every right to charge five. Yeah, bucks. I think I yeah. think that is that is kind of the the devil's advocate kind of argument. I feel like for it because you know because if these guys if they want you know these um 
you know, developers that make, uh, you know, content for mods and things like that, you know, if they try to go and sell this on their own, you know, most likely they would get sued or they would get some kind of, you know, cease and desist mm. for, for doing that on their own because it's like, you know, hey, you're charging for content that's in our game that we made, you know. But now, like, Valve is is legitimizing it and providing a way for, you know, for, for create uh, content creators like that to make money. So, mm. you know, I... There are good and bad arguments for and against it. I think it's just obviously, you know, Valve maybe needs to approach it in a different way or find yeah, yeah. that. One, one way that my friend kind of suggested, like I was talking to a friend of mine about it today, and he said, you know, I think opening it up more to something more like a donation system or like a tip okay. system, mm-hmm. I think, would maybe be a better option because then it's optional. Because then it's not, you're not forcing people to pay for the content. You know, you can have people say, hey, you know, if you want, you could throw in a, a dollar or two dollars or whatever as a yeah. donation for this. And, and there are websites, uh, and there are web, and there are web websites. There are websites that you can donate, but like you know, you have to pay through PayPal and stuff like that. But like since Valve is so easy, you already have a credit card attached to your Steam account, so it's like, mm. hey, you know what? It's easy for me to tip this guy a dollar, five dollar, ten dollars, because all it is is one little button here. I'm not taking out my credit card or going into some really schemey website or something. So yeah, like, but then I, how much of that like donation does Valve get? Cause, yeah, cause then... yeah, yeah. Listen, that's, that's listen Stephen. Listen, I was making taco hats in Team Fortress for free. All right, now I'm getting twenty five cents a hat. Although, I'm, like, I'm good with that. To me, this encourages like, more people to do modding. Like, yeah, like, like yeah. Fallout like, Four when it gets announced, we know it's going to get announced. I mean, hopefully that's what Bethesda be. holding. Boy, yeah. Bethesda's holding their own conference at E3. Like, like yeah, um, this would yeah. be awesome. Hmm. Yeah, like uh, like Steven said though, I think like if they did implement like a kind of Patreon system or something like that, I think that could maybe be a different way to approach it, where it's like you know you're opting into this rather than rather than forcing people to do it, they have the choice to do it, which I, I think is maybe the better see, way to do it. But I, I see the problem with that is like m- me, the content creator, like holding certain content hostage, where it's like, yeah, I would totally make a better UI. But not until you guys give me like four thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Waiting yeah. on it. I, I mean, a well, screenshot of what it was gonna make. <laughs> no, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm up at the ten. Like, I mean, the only other because a lot of um, you know, a lot of Patreons that I've seen, you know, a lot of other creators do is they'll do kind of like their own early access thing. So maybe they could do a system where it's like you know, if you yeah. if you subscribe or donate to this creator, you get this content earlier than you would normally if it were just out in the wild or whatever. So that's that again. I mean, there's like obviously there's a lot of there's there's a lot of problems with you know with the solutions that to this kind of system. So it's just a matter of figuring out what works and makes people not or, as angry. Or you take the um the you know the like the Call of Duty map DLC approach where it's like, hey, you know what? For first for six months you have to pay for this and then after this one it's free. Yeah. You know, like you know they they used to do it all the time for all the old Halo maps. Where it's like, hey if you want to get these oh, immediately, yes. go right in and then six months down the road when a new expansion or something come out, all this other mod stuff is free. So Maybe you can put time limits on certain DLC where it's like, hey, once you charge for this and once your time expires, you're done charging people for this content. Speaking of uh, of time limits, like, all right, so after this all went live, did anybody check to see if there were any changes made to, like, the EULA agreements or anything like that and, like, how long you're actually owning the software for now that, like, a five-year-old game is a four-year-old game, whatever, is now getting, like, this, like, add-on support? And I'm, wondering, like, I'm just wondering, like, I'm wondering if that changed in any way? Like, I would imagine... Do they realize, like, holy crap, these people actually can only own this game for, like, another five more years? What's going to happen? Mm. 
transactions? What's mm. what's that blowback going to be look like? I, I'm just I'm wondering. What if what, yeah? What if Bethesda pulled out Konami and started delisting and went belly up? And it's like, well, you technically can't yeah. make any more money on this because this company doesn't exist because they're blah 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 blah. Right, because you don't own the rights. So I don't know. I'm just I'm wondering if that. I think if that had if that had happened, it would have shown up somewhere on Reddit or NeoJaf or something. <laughs> Somebody would have noticed it. Like in the terms of service for Steam, like they try to log in and it's like now you got to agree to the new terms of service and someone's like, hmm. Why and then they go through it. So yeah, I mean it, it's it's interesting because we're we're getting into that age of digital rights management where these right. are these are going to be issues ten to fifteen years from now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and now yeah. now you've invested money in all these funny looking hats for Skyrim, and you know, now I can't use them. This is bullshit. I bought George's taco hat to put on my warrior, and now I can't put this on. Like, who do I write to? You just logged into Naked Skyrim yesterday, and I can't log on anymore. <laughs> they all have clothes on. This is bullshit. <laughs> this wasn't my original vision. But this is funny. Because, I mean, this ties into the whole, like you said, the digital rights and that you know and what you actually own and you own nothing. That. You own that, right. <laughs> you own nothing. You actually you're, just you're paying me for the pleasure of playing just, my just game. For this, just for right now. Just enjoy this moment. <laughs> enjoy this moment. God. Yeah, live in the present, guys. You're so worried. So that's the. Uh, that's a question, kind of actually going back to PT, is uh, like people who say purchase PT, are they going to be able to re-download it later on, or is the file going to be gone? Because I've seen um, that question. I don't know. I just had an app delete itself from my iPhone, and I can't get it because I'm in the United States. So I'm wondering if this thing kind of applies. That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know. Like, I'm I'm sure. Like, obviously, if you have it on your hard drive, like it'll probably you know it'll most likely stay there. But yeah, I don't know if uh, if it'll still be available like from you know either Sony servers or I'm... Konami servers or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Even okay, if even not... if it's in like even if it's in your download list There's, or anything um, like that. It's been a while since I played PT. Does PT have any online component at all? Like. No. Comparison yeah. of leaderboards, like you took this uh, long to circle the whole thing a million times, and like that. Okay. No, it doesn't have it. Doesn't have any online functionality. So, but it just depends, I guess, whether it'll still stay. Like you know, whether you'll still be able to download it in the future or once no, it's removed. Uh, I, I, so. I, one of us, I think, wrote the article, but I, I think once uh, they say the last day for you to download it, once that it's never going to appear on the PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. So, unless you find some weird unlisted PS Store sure. channel that you can click through and then download it that way, but hey, there'll, there'll be torrents for PT up on uh, torrent or something. <laughs> so, but I downloaded it last night because I was kind of worried. I was like, well, I have it on my like purchase list, but it's not it's, on my. It's it's not that it's so. not that big a game, so okay. you know. Well, yeah, it was only like seven gigs, I think. I, I, I think it's even less than that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's just one hallway. Yeah, it's uh, six gigs of horror. <laughs> and, and and still, our most I think our most yeah. popular YouTube video is Al playing PT, and most of the time he's on his cell phone. It's hilarious. It's got over like a hundred thousand views, and most of the video is Al. I don't even. I thought maybe Al wasn't didn't know he was on Twitch, but at some point he's just kind of on his phone reacting to something on his phone. And then he, and then he, he, he he was more scared about like his work email than he was. And, like, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, any, I was watching the video, and anytime he's like, act, like something scary pops up, he's just kind of like, whoa, like, yeah. <laughs> like that's really cool. it. Yeah, he even leaves the room for a second, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll like hit the secret topic. YouTube formula of getting over a hundred thousand hits. Classic user <laughs> engagement is go to the bathroom. Yeah, I was just like, man, and we and we all try to figure out like, oh, how long do videos have to be to get really like optimum? Like, what's really gonna pull people in? And it's like, no, apparently it's it's just just play PT and a wife beater while checking your BlackBerry, and you're good. And then yeah, and then just go to the bathroom for like ten minutes. And yeah. Do it, so. 
And then, Check Twitter. Update and then, Twitter. Yeah, and then Kenny walks around, like, when he gets back settled in, he kind of walks in front of the system for a bit. And, like, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and he gets comfortable, and, like, I, and, you know, I saw the whole damn video. I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I had a little window at work, and I was just fascinated. And I was just like... <laughs> Al the genius. It was like a video game version of the Truman Show. You just watch this guy's life. <laughs> he was uh, what was that uh, the stupid PlayStation stream that they had the what was it called with the uh, with the PlayStation Eye camera and stuff when the oh playroom playroom there we go uh, playroom, yes. yeah that yeah. was that that was Al doing that it was amazing that was uh, that game was actually the reason Twitch now has gaming talk shows on the, the Twitch channel, or, like, the Twitch, like, it's a thing you can do now because people were using Playroom, because you could only, before, you could only play games on Twitch. Mm. So if you weren't playing a game, you got banned. So people did the, like, the loophole through Playroom where it was, they are still playing the game, but it was just showing their living room while they did, like, talk show stuff. Like, Mega64 did this for, like, one of their podcast episodes. Yeah, or, or, or Smoke Pot, or... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was most about soliciting prostitution, uh, actual... Actual graphic sex, uh, uh, people just having racist rants, people beating their kids because they forgot Didn't they're on you. camera. <laughs> it, 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 it was bad. <laughs> but you could crazy time. But yeah, if you wanted to, if you want, if you had nothing to do on a Friday night, just go into the playroom and and, and, <laughs> and you, just you, you lose a little bit of your soul. <laughs> it's like it's like people watching, but in the worst way possible. <laughs> oh, because they want you to watch them. Yes. Oh my God. And uh, <laughs> uh, wonderful time to be alive. Yes. Right. Uh, all right. So let's talk about something exciting that I love. Uh, Ryan, I know you are a huge Batman fan. You were a, a, a Batman fanatic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You, you did not sell me on that, Ryan. Again, <laughs> you failed me, Ryan. You failed the city. Uh, but yeah, I'm there's a new Batman. Batman. I'm not the hero that DualShockers deserves. So. You're not, yeah, honestly. Uh, <laughs> there's a new Batman Arkham Knight trailer that shows Robin, Nightwing, and Catwoman a new feature called Dual Play, where apparently you can switch off. So if you're... It's Batman and Robin that. punching dudes, and then you can be Batman and then throw the guy in the air, then, okay, yeah. I'll be Robin, and then Robin will punch the guy. Yeah. It seems very uh, GTA V a little bit. It's, it's mm. kind of like the equivalent of that, where you can switch characters, it seems like. So it seems cool. Like, it's a nice, you know, it's a nice twist, and... Uh, at least it lets you play as characters that are on the disc and that you don't have to pay extra for, presumably. So, Ooh, sick burn, yo. Like, I didn't mean it as a burn. I was just saying. <laughs> was like, so, so did they show this in action or did they just talk about it? Because I haven't watched the trailer. Uh, they so. do show the trailer in action. So they showed it. Yeah. finishing So is it like the GTA thing where it like goes like up into the map and then like pulls out? <laughs> no, like I think the camera the else. camera just does a like a quick pan to yeah, right, and you're, now just, you're Robin for a second and then okay now okay. you're Nightwing probably. Yeah, I think uh, it's I think it's not I I don't think it's gonna be like GTA in that sense where it's like you know you're like you like zoom like you know Robin's like eating a sandwich all the way on the other side of Gotham like you know. I think it's just like you know. I think it's just like. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's actively participating in the fight. It looks like. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just more like a quick change, like, kind of like in like the um, the what you call it, the the heists, where like you can switch characters really quickly back and forth. It's probably gonna be something uh, yeah, more yeah. along more along those lines. Um, okay. But yeah. no, no co-op though. Uh, I was uh, that was everyone's initial reaction. I was like, oh, this is co-op, or we could have a co-op mode. But they didn't say anything about that. I would love. That would be cool. Especially one of those challenge rooms where you're sneaking around and like you're Ryan's up there as Robin and I'm Batman and I'm just pulling people down and you're throwing batarangs at their face. To be the Avengers of, of Bat George and <laughs> Ryan Robin, like you know, <laughs> fighting crime. So. The newest video series on DualSockers.com. 
Yeah, I'm in bad charge. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it's more Batman. It looks like it did not get pushed back, so it's still coming out June 23rd. So yay, good job. Been pushed back like the week, three. the week, the week after E3, which is not a great time for us to launch. But that is the best time to launch because I probably uh, I will be at home, not walking, just recovering and Batman on yeah. it. Uh, oh, I got exciting news for you guys. Hmm. You know, we were like, man, you know what the PS4 doesn't have enough remastered games. Oh, there's definitely no not. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, that was... <laughs> you guys can't even you guys can't even fake excitement at all. Like, you, you know what I like? High res textures on my rocks. And you know what game has high res textures on the rocks? All of them. God of War Three, apparently. Yes, God of War Three um, remastered. So it's really weird that they're choosing God of War Three to like. Because they're not... Are they even, like, doing... Like, is it just a remaster as in, like, when they would take God of War 2 and be like, oh, now it's in 1080p or, like, you know, that stuff. Or yeah. Graphics at all, or is it just a higher res and more frames per second? I would I would assume most likely it's going it to be... It's, it's going to be more just a high res God of War 3. Um, well, Steven, I'm glad, well, Steven, I'm glad you asked because it is actually both. A game will be running at 1080p at a crisp 1080p. <laughs> And we'll run at 60 frames per second. See? Everything just, you wanted. Remember when you were playing God of War 3 for the first time? You're like, man, if this was only remastered at 1080p at 60 frames only. per second, this would be the greatest game ever. So when you rip off Apollo's head, you're like, oh, you really get in there. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> but, uh, I just I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, well, I know why, because no games are coming out, and this is their stopgap to make money, is by releasing well, yeah. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they, it does they, they can't... Yeah, they have nothing they, they, for the fall. Like they, I think, like I think it would be way too much of an investment for them to try and do God of War one and two to like completely redo them for you know for like a remake. Um, you know, so nice. and I think you know people aren't wouldn't be as enthusiastic if it was like God of War Ascension. So I think God of War three okay. is kind of the you know would would be the it makes it makes the most sense even though it's kind of it is kind of weird that they don't at least include the other games, but. You know, yeah, it makes no sense for them to do it, and it'll probably you know it'll look it'll look and run a lot better than the, the first two. So, and plus, yeah. you know, the the previous games have been in like four or five collections Collection, and yes. bundles. Like, oh at yeah, some they've, point. They've, like they've been there was the yeah they've been like there were like three other collections of all the games. Are you saying so. you can't remaster a remaster run? Uh, God, that is true. That's when we get to the P, when we get to the PS5 generation where there's the remaster, the remaster. I'm done. I'm out. I'm. I'm that's it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, will so. we even get to that? What about late PS4 generation? There could uh, be don't, Steven, Steven, don't even, don't even, don't even suggest it. You're, you're gonna get a Sony, a Sony executive's gonna be listening, and he's gonna be like, "That's a good <laughs> idea. Let's do it." <laughs> 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 Them guys that's from a... Shockers are smart. Yeah. E E3 2017, boys, let's do it. So it's it's releasing in July though, isn't it? Which is uh, awesome. it is, yeah. Because that's not even like I mean, July is nice because no. June 16th. July. Oh, June. Oh, June's, okay. June's, no, it's no, it's July. I thought it was July. It's July. <laughs> Something's coming out June 16th. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. We'll hit local store shelves two days after the North American after North America on June 16th. Wow. Okay. Oh, well. Okay. Right. Right. During that. That's E3 week. Ah. Yeah. That's E3 week. Source: yeah. DualShockers.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I think this kind of highlights the the problem that we're having with the current generation is that there's not any 
there's nothing for as far as exclusive AAA titles on on both consoles. Yeah. Now that we're thinking about it here, there, there will be there will be in 2016 because everything's yeah. getting delayed. So well, yeah, again, yeah, Next but. Halo, and I guess Tomb Raider, if you count it. It's like a time thing, but um, what else is They have one other... Uh, for, they have a new Forza this year, too, right? Forza, PlayStation's got Street Fighter at some point. Tomb Raider doesn't have a day yet, right? No, no, yeah, yeah. But, I, but think I think it's, it's fall. Probably yeah. fall 2015, I think. Fall oh, yeah. Tomb, Raider, Tomb Raider, I say, is either October or September. I think it's going to be earlier than Halo. Because they're not going to release that after Halo. No, they, they can't release it too close. No, well, uh, Halo's in October, so yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they... Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like, so. it's like spring 16 for Uncharted, right? Yes. Like, uh, yeah. March, I bet. It was, I bet yeah, it was... Uncharted's March. But guys, don't worry. There'll be an Uncharted remastered coming out. No, <laughs> I don't. That is going to be on stage E3. It yeah. is. Some guy's going to come out in a shirt and be like, "Hey guys, we wanted to get you ready for the new game. We wanted to get you. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's that, that's going to be the hype <laughs> speech. I hope that's, that's always the conceit. It's always the conceit. Is we wanted to get you ready. Yeah. Okay. Because so we I... had our guys at Sony Bend put together. <laughs> Whatever, man. I think it'll it's be definitive Blue Uncharted edition. I think it'll be Bluepoint that does it because they do good remat or like up, up for Sony. But no, uh, even though like Uncharted Two is number one for me, like just video game. Um, like I'm, I don't, I don't care enough to be like if they put it on on the PS4, I'll just be like, I guess I'll play it just because like it's just such a natural like oh, I can just play this like naturally. But like yeah. there's there's so much apathy towards HD remasters. I think. We know, we know you guys loved The Last of Us Remastered. Well, <laughs> now we want to make it in 4K, so now we're releasing The Last of Us Remastered <laughs> HD. No, no, <laughs> it'll be The Last of Us Morpheus is what they'll push. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that going to be at E3, do you think? Probably. 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 I would just, I would assume so, yeah. It's going to be there, because the, Sony always has it at their press conferences, where they have like a 15-minute stretch or like a 10-minute stretch of where it's just like, all right, well, this is bathroom break time. Where you can leave and go do something else and not pay you attention. Mean, the Wonder you Book mean, segment. Yes, Wonder Book. <laughs> you mean where you watch a guy go like this for 15 minutes and you go? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, that, that's a that's a VR headset. That, that's that's the got it. That's that's the future right there. Oh. And, and we're gonna, we'll, we'll talk about more of our, uh, e, our E3 predictions because uh, there's going to be a lot more press conference. So I know before we go, I want to have. This, that's my favorite time of year is when we get to make E3 predictions and oh. uh, we'll, we have to talk about like how much Connect will they mention or will EA actually show anything <laughs> like they did last year? Like last year was just God. like uh, last year was so the worst. You want to see so game bad. developers doing what they do best, develop, and then they're just <laughs> basically I, just asking game developers, "You like making games?" Like, "Oh yeah, I love making games. I was making games as I was a child. I can't wait." Uh, you know, Burnout I think I was, Paradise, honestly, one of my favorite games. Here's a picture of an ATV and a. I think a, I was I was honestly on my phone for like most of the EA conference last year because it was just like it was just like. Here's here's a game that's coming out in like four years. So yep, we're, like, we're, we're sure hey, working on you guys. Game. You guys like Mass Effect? Here's a concept drawing of a Torian, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the galaxy map, guys. You like that map, right? Do, 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 uh, do, do, you, like, oh. you like Mirror's Edge? Here's some line art of face. <laughs> like what? Why? Why <laughs> is this game going to get canceled at some point? Probably. And oh, you I know. Hope not. <laughs> Guys, remember that game none of you bought? Hey, Mirror's Edge, here we go. Like, come on, I don't want to hear oh, it. Oh, I like Mirror's Edge. Mm, I did too, but... Both of you should have bought it. 
I bought it. I did. You bought it used. I bet you bought it used, Ryan. No, I bought it. when you buy it used. I bought it twice. For the matter of fact. Your lip does this thing when you buy something used. I know it. I know. I used to work at GameStop for two years. I managed a store for two years. I know the. I. Uh, all right. It's not that you shouldn't have bought it twice. It's that you should have bought it a million times. You should, like have, you should have pre-ordered it and bought it new. Right now, that was George's HD remastered. <laughs> Ryan, you didn't pre-order it enough, and you didn't buy it new enough. Okay. You I, I'm it. sorry. You, I only bought, you screwed I like, up. I only bought two copies and not. Twenty thousand. You no, are, no, you're a part of the problem. Second hand. <laughs> I don't have enough money to buy new. I'm gonna wait for word of mouth. What do you mean word of mouth? You don't believe us? It's a good game. <laughs> wait for reviews. Fuck reviews. They're all corrupt. Edge. We're the publisher. We made the game. We know better. All right. Obviously. Oh my god. Oh man, I am fired up today for God knows what reason. Uh, oh, I know why I'm fired up. Uh -oh. Our last news piece here, because I was like, I was missing something uh -oh. in my my in my soul and my heart, and 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 I looked on the interwebs and I saw the answer, and it was not the Dual Shockers T Public store where you can buy T-shirts for a reasonable price because that no longer exists. Thanks, Joel. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and I mean the viewers, not the ladies and gentlemen here, because that's an inaccurate statement. Call of Duty Black Ops Three. Is here. It is that time of year. It is out, and it's got robots. Look at mimic me leaving the call right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who saw? Did anyone actually see the trailer? I, I did. Yeah, I yeah, saw. I it. did. Okay, so they were. I don't know why. So uh, imagine advanced warfare. More that advanced. Game, warfare. Yes, that game again, more or less. Yeah. I mean, they, no, no, except this time, the guy has a robot... Or, oh, wait, he, was, he had that in the last game, didn't he? No, it was an exoskeleton. It was the exosuit, but they're obviously... Yeah. They're, they're kind of... The Baker character lost an arm, Ryan, all right? Clearly... They're, um, you're, you're, not, you're, you're not up on your Troy Baker performances, but yeah, the main character had a robot <laughs> arm. But, well, this but, time, both of his arms are robots. Oh, no, Stephen, one is a robot arm, but his robot <laughs> arm shoots little robot bugs that turn people on fire. Sorry, now you have my attention. <laughs> yes, I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, so apparently... Are you, are you exos down? So, internally, so no exoskeletons, it's all cybernetic stuff, and like, you know, and I, I guess they're doing the whole Deus Ex kind of approach. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You know, you can't kill the machines, but what the machines are us, blah, 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 nanomachines. And, uh, yeah, that is that is a game. That is, that is happening. Uh, did we have a release date? Yes, it was November November, November 6th. You, real quick, I'm going to look at our review for Call of Duty and figure out when that actually came out. Uh, it was, it's, always, it's always usually the first or second week of November. Yeah, yeah Advanced uh, Warfare was like November like more than They're like uh, marketing campaigns usually like 9, 10, 11, or 9, 11, 10. Or yeah, 11. that's... Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if that was a... Is that an exact year or 11, less than a November year? November 11, 2014 was when Advanced Warfare came out. So... Okay, yeah, so we're just a little over a year. Oh, I wrote the review. How about that? What a cool guy. Uh, yeah, it's always... Yeah, it's it's always first week, first week of November. Yeah. Yeah. And the reviews... They make sure they have, like, seven weeks before holiday. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, who's ready for more Call of Duty? Guys! Yeah. Uh, Joel! I, I tried... I tried Advanced Warfare. Like, I was like, I'm not gonna play... And you loved every second. Uh, no, it was fine. Kevin Spacey was cool. They didn't do enough with him, though. 
I, I was very disappointed with that. Really? But I was I was so burnt out by Kevin Spacey. Whenever he came out, I'm like, all what? right, I've got ten minutes to burn. Why did you like, do it? Why did you like Kevin Spacey? Because he was just Kevin Spacey. He was. But he, Kevin Spacey's Spacey. so good. <sighs> where he's, he's doing that like that Kevin very intimidating Spacey. like monologue where he's condescending like, I'm, I'm get this done. So you, mean, so you mean he was like, well, I just finished rapping on House of Cards. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. <laughs> He's like, hey, y'all, before I go, uh, check out House of Cards Season 3 on uh, Netflix this February. And you can watch me play on my PS Vita. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that a no, PS Vita? No, no, no. He, no, no, he, he, uh, he went with the iPad this season. You know, he was Monument, Monument, Valley, Monument, yeah, Valley, Monument Valley. All, all day, all day, every day. So. I have to admit, that was an effective marketing scheme for Monument Valley, because I almost bought it after watching House of Cards. <laughs> You know your marketing is effective when you almost buy something. Yes, exactly. It was pretty effective. Because usually I just don't care. But oh, yeah. this time I was like... Because last time he was playing God of War Ascension online. Who plays God of War Ascension online? And then, was mad. and then he got mad because the internet wasn't working or something. Yeah, they, the they internet wasn't working. Them, I think he was Secret Service. The Secret Service were like... Yeah, because he became vice president. Yes. So they were like securing the house. And so they cut off his internet. And he's like, I can't play online? <laughs> <laughs> and then he went back to his rowing machine. So, oh. so you know what it was? It was uh, there's one scene in uh, Advanced Warfare and spoiler when <laughs> he where is, where he's addre- where he's addressing the UN like the big heel turn when he was like, yes. oh man, you reveal stuff as the bad guy. Even though I knew this the whole time. He, oh yeah. He, he was like, when people ask me, was I making special weapons that target people's DNA? And he's like, no. Yes, I I've was. already made it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. Yeah, that part was dumb because it. It tried to be like a dramatic like shift of like, oh man, he's the villain. It's like we knew he was the villain. Yeah. You pushed him in the marketing material as the villain. It's like how do like it was so it, that part was bad. But Kevin Spacey as himself. I don't know. Do you think we'll do another celebrity uh, tie-in in like the next Sledgehammer game? I kind of hope they do. Sure. Uh, I mean, they added John Malkovich and Bill Paxton to like the uh, as zombies. Oh, yes, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm sure, which is I'm sure will come up. Yeah. So. So I'm sure one of the mission givers or the general guy yelling at you would be like Gary Oldman they, or something again. Like they, you know, they always, yeah. I mean, the Treyarch, like I think Treyarch doesn't really do as much of that, you know, in their games. But they always like still them. get some. They always get some really big uh, voice talent because you know they've had uh, Gary Oldman, they've had Sam Worthington, mm-hmm. uh, they had Michael Rooker for my, uh, Black Ops Two. So I'm sure they'll get some, you know, some new people okay. doing voice work and in, stuff. In, in Treyarch's defense, they've actually put. Out the best story Call of Duty games. Yes, yeah, definitely. Right. Yes, I feel like I feel like Modern Warfare. I feel like started off strong and then just slowly like went down the mediocrity pit with uh, with their story. <laughs> where they just, they just stop. They just stop. They just stop trying. And I feel like Black Ops though did actually kind of weave like a pretty interesting story. Yeah, know, I mean uh, Modern Warfare was always the kind of like Fox News dartboard of like terror terms. Where yes, it's just, like. Drones, EMPs, <laughs> yeah, warfare, sure, insurgents. Are, like, no. The fourth Trump was people. good. The second, the fourth was good. The second was just way too all over the place. The third, I just didn't care about. Yeah, uh, World of War, the three really just lost me. I mean, and then, Black Ops, you killed Castro. I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Cool. well, no, you don't kill him. You kill his like his body. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Like spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, right. spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you have to? You have to follow the lore, Joel, of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> The intricate story. Oh, they, have like the same, they have like the same writers from like CD Projekt Red, right? Probably. Oh yeah, totally. they got they got books, novels. They, these are all actually adaptations of novels. 
Oh, like the 1970s, pretty much. Oh man, I am. Uh, on, on that note, I'm done with news. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to keep talking about Call of Duty? <laughs> no. I'm telling you, every every year around April, Robots. they always reveal it either on the the NBA. Uh, the playoffs, the finals, yeah. Yeah, it's always the playoffs. I mean, that's the that's their demo. Play. That's that's their that's yeah. that's the demo of who plays their games, who plays them competitively. And then and then the gameplay reveal is at Microsoft's E3 press conference. Yep. So uh, I don't know. Joel, how are you? Good. <laughs> Yaris was supposed to be here. You need to go yell at him. I don't know what happened, but uh, in lieu of that, he, he found a house. So he's, like, <laughs> he's going to check it. Out. He's going to check it out right now. <laughs> he's living in it right now. <laughs> I, I literally had something in the barrel to do something funny, and or I thought it was funny, and then totally forgot about it. So I was just like, Joel, just Joel, tell me what you're playing, Joel. Just let me recover for a second. I'm, I'm playing. I'm breaking the website. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. Everyone hates us for making an all-white website that was mobile first. Yeah, and, and quick and, and quick note. And quick note, people, we have been listening, so you'll notice over time the website has been changing. Uh, the posts look different now. I think the posts actually look great. Um, when you click on, I, I think it actually looks real good. So it looks like some big ass monitors. I like it. That, that was the point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was upset. They were like, "Oh, the white is too harsh." And I get it. I, you know, I guess sometimes things when you're when you're conceptualizing them and trying to piece them mm -hmm. together, you know, it, it can kind of get you know messed up a little bit along the way. So uh, it was good though. We needed the feedback. That's why that's why Yaris uh, wrote that post. So thanks to everybody that um, gave us that feedback. We needed it. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the people that were like, I'm never coming back here again. That was a bit extreme, but, you know. They, but probably, everyone, they probably came back the next day. I'm sure they did. But, but uh, no, I mean, we, we took a lot of that feedback, and um, and we're going to, you know, address things accordingly. So it's not done. You know, just like software, it's never finished, right? Yeah, and like I said, we encourage your feedback. So uh, tweet at us, email us, anything fishy, weird you see on the site, let us know. We'll, we'll um, Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll put it to the attention of someone who will probably take care of it. Yeah, I mean, random. I won't fix the site. <laughs> <laughs> random one. We had one. We had like a bug where, um, some like aggressive ad was sending people out of mobile to the app store. Like something crazy was happening, and I hadn't seen it. Um, but people were brought, bringing it up to my attention. I thought they were kind of. I was like, no, that's not happening until it finally happened to me. And then, you know, um, <laughs> and so then uh, we we got that fixed. So, um, again, we take that feedback seriously. Um, and we we want to make sure the site's running the way it should be running for you guys. So that's what I've been playing. Is uh. Unbreaking the site. Fix. Site fixing. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, what's what's taking up your time? What are you doing? Uh, I finished Bloodborne finally, so I was very happy yeah. to to get through yeah, that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good time. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I would like to go back and play it again, but I'm gonna save that for another time. Um, but what's that? You gonna platinum it? Maybe I don't know. If if I'm feeling brave enough, that that's you know I'll uh, yeah I'll put on my big boy pants and do that at some point. So um, but anyway, uh, no. Actually, today I got the new. Uh, oh, so so George, I'm sorry. I'm gonna talk about Smash Brothers for like 30 seconds. Smash Brothers. Go go I go. Got, I'm the, uh, I got the new. Uh, <laughs> Why doesn't he like Smash Brothers? <laughs> Because I talk about it all the time, and you hate oh, it. Oh, okay. So, anyway. That makes sense. Uh, I got the... <laughs> I can't even talk now. Uh, I got you want to talk, talk about the patch notes? 
no, I got the new uh, Mewtwo deal, uh, Mewtwo DLC that came out oh. today. So I've been playing uh, a little bit of Mewtwo, and uh, yeah, then finally I've been playing uh, Shovel Knight for a review on uh, PS4 and v- uh, mostly Vita, but also a little bit of PS4. So I'm done, George. I'm done talking about Smash Brothers. So it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so right right now, right right now it's just uh, Shovel Knight. So oh, awesome. very good. Mr. Steven, newest addition to DualSockers.com, our weekend writer. So if you see anything on the weekend, blame Steven. What what have you been playing? Uh, so I recently purchased an Xbox One. Uh, I took advantage of the trade-in your old uh, console to get like 125 credit towards it. And oh, I was like, nice. I, don't, I don't play my 360 anymore. I usually am very adamant about not trading in old consoles and old games. But I was kind of like, ah, I just don't. Like, am I realistically ever going to play or touch this console again? I was like, probably not. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just take advantage of it. Today, Best Buy is offering the same deal, but you get 175 credit towards the Xbox One. So I'm just like, what? Like, ah. Uh. But it's fine. It's whatever. I purchased State of Decay. I played like an hour or two of that today. It's really good. I like awesome it. Awesome game. I love that game. Yeah. yeah there's I'm, actually, um, yeah. There's a there's a good deal. I think it's either at Best Buy or Amazon where they're offering uh, Sunset Overdrive for twenty five dollars. So if you're looking for that, that's a great deal. Yeah. Like, that's on my I don't list. I don't have a uh, Xbox One, but that's like the game I'd want to play most on Xbox. I think yeah, right I like, now. I like Insomniac's past uh, games, especially with Ratchet and Clank, and, and the uh, Sunset Overdrive looked like uh, Ratchet yeah. and Clank, except yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, you'll get games. that. You'll get that vibe. It's a fun game. Uh, yeah, game, so, I, game, game I reviewed. Oh, okay. Uh, but other than State of Decay, I've been playing Halo Master Chief Collection because I got the bundle for it, and the online works fine. Like, it's not as bad Lucky as like, people... Yeah, it's not as bad as some people want you to believe, I don't think. Uh, well, you, you weren't good. there from the start. No, that's true. I think, I uh, like, Joel, I remember you reviewed uh, Halo, and you were you were in that kind of that press group that got to play the game when it worked. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I, I, and I knew it was going to have issues. I knew it was going to have issues. Um, like most it, online games at launch. Like most online games at launch. I didn't think they were going to last this long. But, um, <laughs> but 343 Studios was... Uh, listen, you got to give them credit for the transparency since yeah. launch. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, It's not like... It, it wasn't like a, a dice scenario with Battlefield 4 that was just okay. like not responding to community, not fixing things. I mean, it was... They were transparent. They were transparent. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Buy our DLC. Buy our China Rising pack. No, no, I mean, 343 Studios were were legit. And they were were that way since launch. And they were that way during the review process as well. So, you know what? I'd rather you be honest with me. If you're going to... If I, if you're getting my money, if I'm a consumer, you're getting my money. Be honest with me up front, so I know what's going on. And they, I think they've they've done that well. And they're going to give that upcoming pack for free, right? Um, uh, for, uh, Halo yeah. 3 ODST, yeah. If you want to yeah, get rid of people, it's only, it's only free if you purchased it before a certain date. So I'm not going to get yeah. it. Unfortunately. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was the first month, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, ODST. It'll be. Uh, They'll be coming next month, uh, ODST, and the, that new map pack, I think that's coming out as yeah, well. I think the map actually is available to everyone, but the ODST, ODST is, yeah. yeah. I think but, that's yeah, pretty I cool. Like, yeah, I like, I like the Halo Master Chief Collection. I like the online. I haven't. I love Halo Online. I've always loved it, even though I've mostly played Sony consoles most of the mm-hmm. time. But, man, I just I love that, just like jumping up in melee and battle rifle, just like... Yeah. I mean, the way till you play uh, Halo Five uh, Guardians. Uh, I, I played the beta, and you got that stupid like ground pound from the. Oh air. yeah, I've oh, seen that. Awesome. That so looks crazy. So good. Yeah, but other than that, uh, I played. Oh, I've been replaying Alien Isolation. I beat it 
like a month ago, and then I started replaying it because, oh man, I just I love that game yeah, so much. It's it's a good one, yeah. I think it's mostly just because I love the movie so much that like it just kind of transitions over to the game because it's such a faithful like reproduction of. Yeah, that's 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 easily like the best aspect of that game. I feel like is just because it recreates the the movie so well. Like even if it is like ten hours too long, it's still really great. So it's pretty long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to uh, the old blood, like I said. But that that Witcher hype, it's real. That Witcher hype is real, son. <laughs> it's so real. Let me tell you about that Witcher hype. Those oh, Griffins. Man. Oh man, oh, I can't wait. And uh, me, what I've been playing. I think I've been kind of. Fitzing around with Bloodborne, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, not burnt out, but I'm just kind of done with it, but I do come back and futz around with it. Uh, what else am I playing? I'm also playing I Am Bread for review, which is a oh. uh, fun game, so keep an eye out for that review there. And... Voiced by Trey Baker. Oh, do you, do you, do you, voiced by Trey Baker, yes. Voiced by Trey Baker, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so have you, I have a question about Bloodborne, uh, for those of you who have played it. Mm-hmm. So yes. have you ever run into the part where... You kind of hit a wall, but it's not like a boss wall. It's more like yes, a, that's more right. like a okay. It's it's for me. It's more of a not a boss wall, but it's more of a I don't know where to go. That's wall. exactly where I am. I just killed the okay. witches of head. Uh, yes, witches of Eastwick. I don't know who the who who, who, who. Uh, the witches the witches of Hamwick. Yeah, there there are there are a couple points in the game I think where you can kind of go in a bunch of different directions. Um, the main thing I would just say is just to just to keep searching the environments because there are lots of little like. Yeah. Crannies where you can, you know, find hidden pathways, and sometimes like there are some routes that are locked to you because you don't have like a certain key or like some kind of mm-hmm. item to get you through. So I think it's just kind of, you know, uh, you know, I think like with uh, with Bloodborne, I definitely did. You know, there were a lot of points where I kind of went to look, uh, you know, for tips from the community or like you know mm-hmm. try to find guides or whatever. Where I was like, okay, after this, you can go here, 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 or here. You know, whatever you decide to do. So I think for those games, it's perfectly okay. Like I know a lot of like you know my friends that are Dark Souls players said that that that's what they relied on to get through those games. So yeah, of course. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm at that wall where I'm just kind of like I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I hit that once, and it was in the uh, the main church right after you beat Father Gascon. Who? Oh man, that guy! I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted to reach through the the TV monitor and strangle him. See, the um, trick of Father right Gascon is you got to get the hunter's axe, use the other uh, in its uh, other form, and then just stand no. behind a gravestone, and he just kind of oh. locked. He gets locked in behind you, so you just got to keep your distance, and you literally just swing away, take a step back, have him hit, then you swing away, have him step back. So every time he shoots, it actually hits the gravestone, doesn't hit you. So that's why I did it for that first form before he turns into a werewolf. And then you can kind of cheese it that way too when he's a werewolf. But so now we know one of our, our staff members endorses cheating in video games. <laughs> it's in the game. It's in the game, all right? <laughs> they don't yeah, want to yeah, put it in. There, there's that one door in that church on the right that doesn't unlock until you beat a boss. And I beat that boss, and then I went back, and I could not find where to advance, and then one of my friends texted me saying, it's the door, and I looked at the door, and it was open, and I was like, wow, I <laughs> how I missed that. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And then there's the key. yeah, and then there's the key that you pay for 10,000 souls that opens up the Grand Cathedral, and you can fight the Vicar Emilia there, who's kind yeah. of a bad, bad person. Oh yeah, I did that. But uh, but yeah, outside of that, uh, I've, I've I've had a busy week, so just those kind of those two games for now. Uh, I'm trying to get back into Star Wars: The Old Republic and playing with. I'm gonna me and Yaris want to get together and do some. We're gonna figure out what we can do as far as the features concerned. So maybe uh, uh, George and Yaris take over the galaxy, some sort of fun thing <laughs> where we do. They have, uh, they have an update coming up for that, I think. 
Probably. Uh, <laughs> Rise of the Emperor. I had a bookmark for it, because I was going to write about it later, but I never got around to it. But yes, um, I, I, I kicked the bejesus out of Bad Revan, and now he's a good Revan. I don't, at some point, they just kind of said, whatever, it's Star Wars. You're going to yeah. buy it because it has a lightsaber, so who cares what the lore is? Uh, but yeah, the Empire wake. Uh, the Emperor wakes up and he is pissed. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the next update. <laughs> the gist of the story. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 all I've been playing. Uh, as uh, unfortunately, no commercial because we have no T-shirt site on the site anymore. Thanks, Joel again. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Uh, but then that's it. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, we are we are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes now. Apparently, we've been yeah. on iTunes for weeks and we didn't know, but we are on iTunes. Uh, so make sure you. So make sure you subscribe and give me five. Just give us five stars, even if you're lying. Just do me the solid, and I'll owe you one. And just give me the five damn stars for the for the thing. And uh, I was joined this week by Mr. Joel Tavares. See you later, y'all. <laughs> the the our expert prophecy soothsayer future man, uh, Ryan. Goodbye, Silent Hills. You will be missed very dearly. And uh, and newest member, and hopefully returning guest to the ShotCast, uh, Stephen Santana, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I hope to be on again soon. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, we can swing that. (laughs) And and me, I was, and will always be, Georgie Menez, and you can find us at DualShockers.com, and check out our YouTubes, where I do dumb videos about video games and uh, thanks again guys for watching and listening you are beautiful, handsome attractive, smart (laughs) people thanks again for watching, bye guys